What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is the 17th of December. Guys, we are a week away from Christmas Eve and two weeks away from New Year's Eve. Pretty crazy. All right. So, um, again, driving home from work. Busy, busy. And I uh, wanted to make sure we got out this week's podcast. In case you don't know, we've been – the Let's Talk Soccer brand has been around for – pretty much exactly two years. I think we started in early December of 2016, um, starting with a podcast. Um, and we have done at least one podcast a week for all, what is that, uh, 104 weeks so um, or more, maybe 105, 106 now. So um, we want to make sure we keep that streak alive. Uh, maybe we'll hit a Guinness World Record someday. Who knows? Um, and then uh, so what? That was December 2016. And then in, say, April or so of 2017, we began our Instagram page. And that's by far been the most popular uh, brand extension for Let's Talk Soccer. We've got almost 26,000 followers thanks to you and all of your friends and all of your uh, coworkers and loved ones and people you don't even know. So uh, people from all over the world, very cool to uh, get DMs from you guys. We love um, going back and forth, having a little bit of conversation, uh, hearing from people all over the world. And people are surprised and and happy when we respond to them. And and we kind of look at it the other way around. We're thrilled that people want to interact with us, um, especially from all over the world. So um, thank you for reaching out to us. If you don't know how to get in touch with us, just go to Instagram, look for Let's Talk Soccer, and you can DM us. Make sure you give us a follow. And also, another brand extension, since we're talking to them, is we have probably for the past, I don't know, five or six game weeks now, uh, contributed to a fantastic uh, FPL-specific website called uh, footballadvice.co.uk footballadvice.co.uk. So um, we either do our own individual article and or we participate in a weekly Q&A. So again, this week we're going to do a Q&A related to game week 18. So uh, be tuned for that. It usually happens around the middle of the week. So say sometime around on Wednesday, most likely we will see that. All right, let's talk about game week 17 Real quick, first, much, much better week for us than the last two or three. So we ended with 61 points, which more than happy with that. Um, the high, team with the highest points was 110. This team had just one transfer, took zero hits, um, and played the bench boost chip. It's fine. 110 points is fine. <clears throat> um, although I still think that that kind of chip and triple captain too are better used in double game weeks. Um, had that manager had the same team, had the same sort of scenarios going on in a double game week, then, um, you know, the I don't know how many points this team got from the bench, but that would have been doubled and would have been much higher than 110. The average points for game week 17 was 43. And again, we did 61. So somewhere right there in the middle, always nice to do pretty well above the average, so we're happy with it. Our points came more mainly from Sterling, who was our captain, 
a little nervous. He didn't get the start, but then he came on and almost immediately scored a goal. So that made life much better. And it was a nice um, prelude to how the rest of the weekend would go for us. Fabianski is a beast in goal, and he did quite well. Doherty did well for us. Juan Basaka actually came off the bench. We did have two players that did not play, Alexander Arnold and Aguero. So we had um, Juan Basaka and who else? Uh, Frazier come off the bench for us. I think it was Frazier uh, with just two points. Erickson did well for us. He also came off the bench uh, for his own team, for Spurs, and um, had a goal, so that was nice. Anderson did well for us again. He's been a beast, and Jimenez did well. We've had him, Jimenez, for I think, two weeks now, and um, I think he's scored in each of them, so we're happy with that transfer. Green arrows all the way around for us. We're now at 189,000. Overall record, we were at one point around 70-something thousand. Then past couple game weeks killed us. We were at like 260,000. Now we're back going in the right direction at 189,000. Some, And we hope that you guys did well, too. Uh, we hope that whatever advice we may have given you was um, used and worked well. Some game week 17 observations. December, and we said this last week, December's a really difficult month to manage in. There's, there's players getting benched and rested. Um, there's squad rotations. There's injuries. It's just a whole mess of things going on in December. So, um, you know, just to sort of manage through it, if you can manage through it somewhat successfully, not rip your team to shreds, not take a bunch of, you know, negative four, negative eight hits throughout and survive relatively unscathed, then, um, then you're a heck of a manager for being able to do that. So congratulations. <clears throat> All right, some key performances and observations that we have. Fabianski, excellent in goal. He's a great get. He, just in addition to his clean sheets and his ability to block the occasional um, free kick, or sorry, penalty kick. Um, sorry, trying to concentrate on traffic here too. Uh, penalty kick. Um, he gets... At least, God, it seems like every game he gets at least one other point for um, number of saves made. So, on a game-to-game basis, one extra point isn't a whole lot. But over the course of the season, that adds up. You know, that could be the difference in in tens of thousands of spots um, if he does that consistently and you start him consistently on your team. <clears throat> Mkhitaryan might be having a bit of a resurgence. Uh, played quite well over the weekend, and he has the potential to go on good stretches. Not that he will uh, be a consistent high performer, I don't think, although I do like him a lot um, and would love it if, if things went a bit better for him. But I do think that um, from time to time, if you pick and choose wisely, he can definitely have a good return for you. Hazard is officially out of his cold spell. I talked about this last week and previous weeks of how Hazard has these hot and cold spells uh, where his form is on or it's off. And it was off until maybe a week ago. And I think he had an assist or two. Uh, And then this game week, he's improved upon that. So he's starting to come uh, back into form. And at the right time, I believe that Chelsea have some favorable 
fixtures ahead. So um, I told you he would do this. I told you so. So you just got to sort of you got to weather the storm with Hazard. He is a a season long investment, you know, short of any you know long term injuries or anything like that. He is like a lot of these players are like a Sterling, like an Aguero, like a Salah. Um, not, they're not going to score goals each and every single week. Um, so, and they may go for two weeks without it, but at some point they will break through. They're too good of players not to. <clears throat> they are elite um, and elite for a reason, and they will provide. So, um, you know, you look at Aguero last year, and despite some long-term injuries that he had, despite rotation and reduced minutes, he still finished towards the very top of um, of FPL forwards. So, you know, take that sort of look. Everybody wants immediate rewards, um, and it doesn't always happen that way. So be in it, especially with players that you're going to invest a lot of your budget in, be in it for the long haul with them. Um, and just know that they're not going to produce each and every single week, but they will over the course of the season. And that's what this is all about for most of us, is what's your overall record at the end of the season? <clears throat> okay. Moving on, Ings could be a value get as a third forward, uh, but I'm not entirely sold just yet. This is one of the questions that you'll see in the Q&A that we did at footballadvice.co.uk. And we talk about the value of Ings. He had a phenomenal weekend, a lovely brace, helped his team beat Arsenal, which was a huge win for Southampton and its new manager. Um but he hasn't really produced much in the weeks prior to that. I think he had one assist uh, back in game week 12, I think it was, and a goal maybe the week prior to that, somewhere around that time frame. So, you know, um, he's cheap, which is nice. I don't know that, uh, that he is my favorite value forward. I think there are others out there like a Jimenez. Um, or a Wilson, or even a Nautovich when he's healthy, um, some other players like that. But I believe that Ings is only 5.4 million pounds, and if that's all you've got, he's a great get. Him or Rondon, for that general um, price point, are strong. Salah might need a rest. He had a hat trick two game weeks ago, and then blanked. Uh, this past game week, and like I said, those things happen, and he's he's played a lot of minutes lately, guys. He may he may be due for a rest, um, and it may come it may come this game week. Um, so just keep an eye on that. If he if he is rested, don't be shocked. Now we just brought him onto our team, so it's almost guaranteed that he will be rested. So uh, you can quote me here on that one. Jesus could pose a greater rotation threat than originally thought to Aguero. Uh, the hat trick that he had, uh, the performance that he had over the weekend with Aguero on the bench. So I think the plan would have been if, you know, Man City got into the 55th, 60th minute, maybe only up by one or maybe drawn, that Aguero would have come in. Um, but there was no need, which is good for Aguero owners like us because he got that much more rest and that much less wear and tear on his uh, recovering body. But uh, it makes me a little nervous that um, that Pep may start getting ideas of um, 
of additional rest or additional rotation or reduced minutes for Aguero, and we don't want that. So we shall see what happens there, uh, especially as they get into the round of 16 in Champions League. Uh, you got to put your best foot forward there, literally and figuratively. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Aguero. Um, his teammate, KDB, might be back as a regular starter soon. He came on for a bit of a spell um, in over the weekend in week 17, and he's fit. He's raring to go. He is very well rested. So he's one of those players that might be worth making the investment now before his price starts to get jacked up because of um, increased demand. So if you're sort of on the fence with KDB, I say go ahead and get him. Um, He may not play a full game this coming weekend, but then after that, he should be ready to roll. Okay, some key injuries and suspensions at the time of this recording. Um, Hazard has a bit of a knock. I believe it's his ankle. Mustafi, Vertonghen, Bellerin, Milner, Smalling, Kolasinac, Stones, Chilwell, Goodmanson, Alexander-Arnold, and Cedric. Last I saw, Alexander-Arnold is only like, I think, a 25% probability, so his injury must be must be worse than um, than anyone thought. So more to come on him. And of course, like always, like we always say, wait until the managers give some information or the, the club give some information on this before, um, you know, you read rumors, you start to believe what's going around Twitter or whatever. That is not always true. And probably more often than not, it's not true. <clears throat> so, um, you know, just keep an eye on that stuff. And we will, of course, update any statuses of any key players at Let's Talk Soccer on Instagram. Okay. Um, import. Oh, and in case you don't know, these team press conferences, when the managers have their press conferences, are on a regular game week where you have your, your games starting on a Saturday. Um the press conferences are on Thursdays and Fridays, so we will update then. I know that people get really antsy because uh, they're afraid of prices changing and this or that, but um, better better to wait and know than to make a move and regret it. So that's that's our motto, at least. Okay, game week 18, um, players that are on our watch list, and we'll do it by position. In goal. We've got Ederson versus Palace, and that's at home for Ederson. Leno at home against Burnley. Fabianski at home against Watford. And Lossell at home against Southampton. I don't think Ings will have a repeat performance. So um, I think Lossell may get himself a bit of a clean sheet. Defensively, I've got Alonso, and he's been in a little bit of a slump. Hit the post over the weekend. Um, some things could have gone differently for him, um, but still only ended up with one point. He had a yellow card, and of course they conceded a goal. Chelsea did, um, but I think he will rebound. He's too good of a player not to. Uh, a couple of Man City players, Laporte and Walker. Yedlin, I think he will be back from suspension. I think he'll be ready to go. And Balbuena in the midfield. De Bruyne, we're going to go out and, and take a flyer on him and say um, KDB is back. 
Evil Play, we're going to say a minimum of 70 minutes, 75 minutes, which should be enough for him to get at least an assist. Go ahead and make that prediction right now. Okay, uh, his teammate, Bernardo Silva, another good midfielder to have. Um, Felipe Anderson and Christian Eriksen. I think Eriksen will see full-time uh, this coming weekend. And then uh, up at striker, Aguero, Kane, Rashford, and Mitrovic. With um, Back to the, the Man City midfield, I think we're going to start to see some rotation and some swapping of minutes um, or at least reduce minutes with Sterling and Sané. Now that De Bruyne is back, it is going to stir things up. Um, so we'll have to see. Um, both Sané and Sterling are in excellent form. So it may impact other players. Um, you know, Bernardo Silva, I'm sure, will be impacted there somewhere. But um, it be interesting to see how Pep handles all this and what it's going to be like once... Um, once KDB is back in full, and then, of course, once David Silva gets back, too. They got a hell of a midfield, don't they? I mean, you talk about all of these names, Sterling, Sané, Bernardo Silva, De Bruyne, David Silva. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I know some of them are, are out on the wing, um, but at least classified as midfielders on FPL, um, it is just uh, about as deep as you can get in terms of talent and potential. Um, captain options for game week 18. We have Aguero, and he will be our captain, unless we hear something that says we shouldn't. Um, Hazard, I think he'll be fit and ready to go, especially the form that he's in. Sané, a little bit of a stretch, but I think um, worth the captaining. And then uh, De Bruyne. I think if you're looking for a differential and you're looking to take a little bit of a risk, I think KDB is the one. And then our FDRs for the next three game weeks have not yet been posted, but they will by Tuesday of this week. Um, and those will be for weeks 18, 19, and 20. So you can do a little bit of uh, not necessarily long range planning, but more, I guess, medium range planning. But we'll get that up as soon as we possibly can. That's going to do it. For us, guys, we appreciate you listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe. Ask your friends to subscribe. Uh, we do this for fun, but we do it for you. Uh, we love feedback, so hit us up on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. Uh, we are also on Twitter at Let's Talk Soccer 2. That's the number two. Um, but we're not nearly as active there as we are on Instagram. Instagram is kind of our home base. So, uh, follow us there, please. Comment on our posts. Hit us up with DMs. We love all of it. So until next time, guys, as always, we wish you plentiful points and may your arrows always be green. We'll talk to you later. Bye.